Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Oz and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert, Brendan Dunfrey, and Tim Johnson. Aaron Peerless will not be joining us tonight, but that's okay because we have a lot to discuss anyway. Uh, thank you very much once again. I'm just going to throw this out there to everybody who's checking us out live tonight on Twitch. We do this every week as much as possible, and the episodes that you're watching live on Twitch eventually become available on our YouTube channel, The Misunderstood Our Company. So check us out, subscribe, check us out. Tim, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we are continuing the series of A Nightmare on Elm Street with Part 2. <laughs> Stay tuned. Please let everybody know the synopsis for this movie. Ooh, that's hot. Um, all right. A teenage boy is haunted in his dreams by a deceased child murderer, Freddy Krueger, who is out to possess him in order to continue his reign of terror in the real world. <laughs> this movie must really piss off Josh because I'm telling uh, you right now it breaks all the fucking yes. rules that they maintain and state in the first movie so the concept of bad sequels I think this is what started it <laughs> okay so Josh obviously right out the gate no <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a, a no, no from, from me guy. it's a no from you all sequels are the best. Yeah, Josh, you're the one that's always like House no, Two. House Two. I'm just saying, make some Star more. Wars, this Mac and Me Two. I want more. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Josh and his Mac and Me and shit. All right. So, the big idea with this movie, like you said, Tim, it's so we we've got uh, you know a couple years later. It's like five years later, according to the story. Um, Nancy and her family are nowhere to be found. A new family moves into the house and their son, Jesse is starting to have hallucinations, dreams, hot night, sweaty dreams, and angsty, angsty kid shit, shit. Sex sexual dreams. And he keeps getting visited by Freddie. And this is, this is where the scenario gets deeper. Freddie eventually starts to kill people through him we'll say and uh that won't that won't that hold, won't up, hold in up in court no he's 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 going down for that one um 
it just continues the story of Freddy coming back for revenge on the families of Elm Street. However, it doesn't do a lot to explain. It doesn't do a lot to explain anything. Because, like I said, it just, it fucking... Oh, look, here are the rules that are established in the first movie. <laughs> like Try nothing, again. right? Try it again. Um, yeah, so so in ter- in terms of the plot of this movie, I mean, it's it, it, it tries. It's, it's literally... In, okay, I'm just going to say this. It's not the worst in the franchise, in my opinion. I think it gets a shit rap compared to what it should. The movie does have some redeeming qualities, and we'll go over that as we go here. But the storyline itself is not overly bad. It's literally just the idea that Freddy can't be killed, so he obviously has a new victim, and he's trying to accomplish something different. He's trying to utilize his victim to get to other people, and he's trying to come back into the real world through that through that person that he's claimed as victim. And, and you know, there, there's, there's a difference in how Freddy's trying to accomplish certain things. They kind of do the same thing in later on versions, you know, like the dream child's almost like he's trying to be reborn into the world and all this kind of shit. So it's not like it's a, you know, uh, something that they didn't try again. So it's not like they didn't try the idea of him being reborn into this world and, 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 and work in the real world outside of nightmares and then drop it and never have it again. It, it fucking happens continuously in the, in the movie yeah. series. And, and I mean, I, I get it. You, you, you can only make them terrorize dreams so much. Like they, they had to come up with something new. What's it, what's his angle? This, this, uh, sequel. Well, uh, murder. I could see them thinking that way for like the fifth movie or right. something. Not the second one. There's a lot of dreams to explore. There are a lot of dreams to explore. It's not like everybody's like knowing of Freddy at this point. Like later on in the series, you know, people are like well aware that Freddy fucking exists and he's not yeah. just a myth. Like shit's happened. And what I'm saying is like how Jason always comes back a different way. Yeah. I think that's what they were yeah. trying to accomplish. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is like at the end of the day, you're watching a thing about a child murderer that's all burnt up wearing a striped sweater with claws right. killing people. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Who cares? What it, color are the yeah. stripes? <laughs> Fucking. Not orange. <laughs> Yellow and black? I got one that's better tonight. Oh, no. Anyways, um, yeah, but I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this one because, like, uh, uh, on one side, I want to, you know, they tried to do something different. Yeah. And it didn't work. Right. Yeah. But they tried to do something different. But it didn't work. Like it's like, yeah, they weren't trying to repeat themselves. Even though the same basis is the same, it's Freddy terrorizing people in the dreams and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I don't understand is, is that like, okay, so in the first movie they established that he's coming after their kids, mm-hmm. right? The people Makes that killed sense. them, right? Yeah, and he really only goes after five kids that you know, all have than some five. sort of. Uh... Right. Connection. Their connection to the parents that, that murdered them. Makes sense. Exactly. So what they could have done with this one, instead of trying something different, is go after a different set of kids whose parents were also part of yeah. his murder. You know what I mean? Like, because so, you know, didn't they show a big Freddy's group of them? That's mm. Freddy's endgame. He's just trying to come back into the corporeal world. So I his guess. first step is getting Jesse to... Uh, install fear back into springwood i guess yeah and, and yeah because Je- jesse's not part like he just moved into nancy's house right 
Right. So he's not even really part of no. Freddy's revenge. Wrong place, no. wrong time. But see, this yeah. movie this movie, you're you're right. This movie kind of does try to establish an endgame for Freddy. When he's mm. at the end at the party, and my favorite scene in the movie with the fucking flames at the barbecue and he's standing there with oh, his okay. arms open. It's pretty fucking oh, I thought dope. You were gonna say when he puts on sunglasses, because that was that's my favorite part. <laughs> but he looks at them and he basically says, you know, like you're all my children now. He was a murderer, a child murderer. So his end game isn't always going to be revenge because so many people are going to be killed. It's getting back to what he loved, which was murdering kids, murdering people. So he's just trying to find a way to get back at it is all it really comes down to. He spent his time doing some revenge. He kind of failed, but he didn't fail. He still killed some people. Now let's just kill some other fucking people, whoever we can kill. What I can't figure out as to what they think the logic in this was, was that why was it this new kid just because his family moved into Nancy's house? There's some sort of a connection because of the boiler room and the claw. Maybe connection with the claw. I would say, yeah, that's how I always took it. Like it was just, it was in the house. So technically the house is cursed because it was, it was, it was was still, it's uh, easy for him to tap into that house because there's a piece of him there you know what i mean the the fact though is it's called a nightmare on elm street part two so it should be i felt it should be a lot more connected to the first movie freddy's revenge he's getting revenge on people that weren't even involved in the first film or so it seems but to be even more accurate the whole series is him getting revenge because he got killed horribly well i mean just i don't know that no, but <laughs> no. To 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 start fresh as Brendan is, and to see this as part two, I, I'd have a lot of questions. Yeah, like at least some of the same actors in it. That's Something. what the big thing. Like this movie has very little Robert England. I feel like this was all a scam so they could just not pay Robert England. <laughs> no, can't I'm be, look can't into be the trivia. Like how about that? There's a bonus to this. So as much as the first one is adored and loved by its fans, because it's it's how Freddy starts, this, and we'll talk about this when we get to the effects work, this is where Freddy becomes truly Freddy in a lot of ways. This is where the makeup... a little more sarcastic. This is where the makeup gets cleaned up. This is where you see more of the stuff. This is where Freddy comes into the light more. This is where we get a good look at him. This is where he becomes more sarcastic. That's right. Well, I mean, you were when we were hanging out the other day, Adam, you were like, you know, Kevin Yeager took over or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, and his makeup was a lot crisper than yeah. part one, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is Freddy. Like, when I watched this part, I was like, okay, this is this is more Freddy than I like. This, this looks like the Freddy that we all know and love now, because the first one, it's good makeup, but it's always dark, obscured, you know, like, it's it's not a very clean look at it. And it, it does seem, when you look at it, very two-dimensional and muddy, in my opinion. Whereas this one, now we start to see the actual prosthetic pieces take play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, and we'll get to that when we talk a little bit more about the the effects work, like I said, but it's, that's where this movie starts to shine, because this is what introduces us truly, in my opinion, to the Freddy that we know. And it's just that it, it suffers from general sequelitis. Like, there's, there's a lot of plot holes into the movie. There's, 
there's sequelitis. sequelitis. There's, you know, you, you come off like of colitis. having, yeah, it's like colitis. It's coming off of the, 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 the major astounding success of the first movie. And it really does fall flat in comparison to that one when it comes to the general storytelling that's occurring. But in my opinion, the movie has much more that it lives up to. There's 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 a lot more that this movie benefits from having a new set of eyes on it, you know, fresh crew involved, good, you know, really, really, really good and, and, and perfected makeup in a lot of ways. This This movie has a lot going for it. It's almost like you really kind of want the best of this and the best of the first one to come together. And then we, you know, you get something a little bit more perfect is what it comes down to. It's, they failed a little bit with certain things in the first one. And I made that quite clear when I talked about it, the, you know, last week, there were certain things I didn't really enjoy about the first one. That's why it's not a perfect movie, in my opinion. This one kind of jumps to the other side of the table. There's a lot that this movie has it's, good going it's, for it, but it's, it's, it's fails in other ways. No. The things that they perfected are really good, but then they faltered on the stuff that the first movie got right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's they traded one for the other again. You know, it's it's weird. It's, it's, this is the redheaded stepchild of the series. Like I don't like that phrase. Peculiar. Redact it now. I hate that phrase. You don't have a redhead, but you, you you say that, Josh. But then you're gonna watch part six in a few weeks. And you're yeah. really going to go, what the fuck was I talking about when I called this one the red yeah, This is the problem. I haven't seen a Nightmare on Elm Street sequel in at least 20 years. Yeah. So you, at least. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh... I just remember this one being very strange and rewatching it. I was correct. I my, feel my like adolescent was, memory was. Accurate. They did this with fucking Friday the 13th, too. Remember when Kane Hodder went in the guy? Yeah. What part was that? Was that part eight or nine? Nine. Part nine. Nine. Do you, Jason know, goes to do you remember that? Yeah. Like, I feel like every 80s franchise has that one where it's not even really them. Like, they get reborn know. through somebody. Yeah. Like, what was the what was the, the Halloween one where most of it, he wasn't even wearing the shape mask. He was just wearing bandages. What part was Four. that? Four. Yeah. Like. When he wakes up in the hospital. A, yeah, there's always one movie where it's like, we're going to try to be different. And then it's like, all right, that was horrible. Let's just go back to the same thing again. Yeah, he wakes up in bandages and then he gets like a fucking weird old man looking mask. And then he goes back to the fucking shape mask <laughs> at the end of the movie or some shit. It's weird. All right, Josh, I, I yeah. really want to hear your notes on this movie. Uh. My first viewing in about 20 years for Freddy's Revenge took place August 22nd, 2021 at 7.48 p.m. Uh, so it's been about 20 years since I saw this one. All I really remember is that this is the one where Freddy possesses a guy and eventually gets beat out by, quote, the power of love. Uh, I love the opening sequence with the pudgy little redhead just jam into a beatbox in the back of the bus. Uh, you don't make fun of the weird kid. This is how you get school shooters, people. Uh, mommy, yep. why can't Jesse wake up like everyone else? So is this like an established thing? So even before they move to Springwood, does Jesse just wake up in night terrors like every day? That's a lot of sheet changing. I, I get the impression that it's only since they moved into the house, but... 
because that's that's when that they, they kind of state later in the movie that like he's been having problems since they moved in how long they were they in that house for long enough I mean, that the father's pissed unpacked. off that he hasn't unpacked yet yeah. yeah the whole house is unpacked except for his fucking room uh the little daughter is uh eating fu man shoes i love that <laughs> Was that a real cereal? It no, can't be. No. I, I don't think so. <laughs> on the box, shoes. it looks like Jim Carrey's Grinch. It's like this green, oh, hairy dude on the on the box. I always pictured really it. It looked like almost like there. a Dave Lopan character. You know yeah, I mean? crazy. Lopan. Fu Man fingers. Yeah, with yeah. the fingers. Uh, the shorts on these fellas playing baseball are so short. Unacceptable. Uh, I loved when he pantsed him. I thought that was pretty funny. This little jock ass. strap. <laughs> nice yeah. ass. Pretty funny. <laughs> uh, coaching, assume the position. Uh, we have established already that this film is extremely homoerotic. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, references and stuff that uh, has made it kind of like a gay icon film for horror. And uh, looking at it now, it's just kind of funny. And the old uh, Fu Man fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hangs around at weird S&M clubs and likes pretty boys like you. Again, this film <laughs> is extremely homoerotic. Uh, again, this is the era of uh, the mid-80s. So that's the peak of the AIDS epidemic. Like, being gay was a scary thing in the 80s. Uh, get this kid some fucking medication. Like, you can't be waking up screaming every single day. Like, this kid needs medical help. Uh, cut to the teacher, literally talking about shit. That is the greatest cold cut I think I've ever seen in a film, where it just completely wipes, and then it's the teacher talking about shit in your digestive system. <laughs> uh, imagine being the male lead in this film and knowing that you're going to be pit up against the much cooler and much dreamier Johnny Depp. For your entire life yep. that's that's a lot of pressure uh the i was just cleaning my room is the equivalent to j-rocks i was changing <laughs> i always thought doofy don't do that <laughs> disturb me when i'm <laughs> don't yeah. do that disturb me while i'm <laughs> cleaning my room yeah uh so your daughter quote went crazy after finding out about freddy and then you just leave the murder weapon in the house when you move out well yeah, the mother died. She did. Yeah, she killed herself in the living room. Yeah, after she got pulled through the fucking little porthole of a window. Yeah, the little style. We don't know that's what it was. <laughs> that that's the main problem with this series. You don't actually know what anything is because there's no way to determine what's a dream and what's not. Did it really? Happen? Yeah. Maybe the mom wasn't actually there in the dream. Maybe so that explains all the inconsistency issues we have with this series, Adam. Just, just you accept can just it. Say and it move was on. a dream. It was a dream. Just accept it and move on. It was on. all a dream. It was all a dream. Used to read up Word Up magazines. <laughs> uh, hey, Brady, you remember your dreams? Quote: Only the wet ones. Classic. <laughs> the spontaneous combustion of a bird scene is one that I remember from a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty good that it stuck with my head that long so it must have been done pretty well uh he just accused of he just accused his son of sticking a cherry bomb up the parakeet <laughs> family parakeet's arse 
it only gets better knowing who the father is played by, by the way. It only gets better knowing that it's Clue Gulliger. Uh, imagine running into your gym teacher at a bar and he brings you back and makes you run laps. <laughs> the, the entire premise of this film is weird. I'm just going to uh, say it. That was quite the attire that his coach was wearing, too, by the way. Yeah. I thought it was like, is he out looking for leather daddies? Empire. Wet dream. Yeah. Wet yeah. dreams. Yeah, the whole thing was just a dream. The whole thing is just a dream. Uh, Freddy's magazine. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Freddy's powers are honestly pretty confusing when you think about it. Uh, the gym equipment. So how was the gym equipment moving all around? The tennis rackets, the balls. Like, no one's sleeping. Who puts balls on like a, a cube shelf like that too? Yeah, you'd have to really. It's just gonna roll off. Don't question him. Uh, he's strung up and getting towel whipped, and Jesse's just like standing there watching. He's just like stunned. Liking it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you want Weird. me to do about it? <laughs> Fight the invisible force somehow? I can like, only get so hard. Yeah, see? <laughs> I can only get so hard. Uh, <laughs> and again, this film when compared to other 80s horror, has a disproportionate amount of man-ass. And it's <laughs> funny every time. There's a lot of man-ass. There's a lot of man-ass, yeah. Uh, toaster's not plugged in. That's the get-the-fuck-out moment for me. That's the poltergeist uh, moment, yep. Yeah, I literally wrote down, that's the poltergeist chair stacked up moment. For me, every horror movie, when they're being tortured by a ghost or something, there's a moment where I say, okay, this is the point where I would get the this fuck out. Yeah. Eddie Murphy said it best. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with white people when it comes to ghosts yeah. in a house. It's like, honey, this is great. I love this place. You know? Get out. Get out. Well, that's peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, the girl's parents are clearly loaded. This is the coolest uh, party and coolest house on the block, without a doubt. Uh, biggest complaint about this one is uh, the movie is boring without Freddy. And we go so long without seeing and hearing Freddy. Mm. Uh, our screams are all he needed. Quote, I'm pretty sure he works for Monsters, Inc. That's his whole shtick. He's point. just getting good screams. Point, yeah. uh, this film effectively removes everything you know about Freddy's rules. Uh, the Freddy versus the pool party scene makes absolutely no sense, but it is my favorite part of the film. Mm -hmm. uh, you are all my children now this is another moment which I like to think about this is the charging moment whenever there's a big bad and there's like 50 people and they're all just watching getting killed one at a time that's when you just bum rush them there's 40 of you, you yeah. can take them down no uh, spiders coming out of the wounds that's one I always wondered why they didn't use more uh, spiders are pretty common fear. They're like one of like the top five fears probably for people. You think Freddy would make use of that a little bit more. Uh, half of Freddy's time in this film is him cowering in the boiler room. Makes him a little bitch. Not a fan. I feel like this film was just a way to pay Robert England less money. And the double fake out ending. And those are my notes. Nice. I have an interesting piece of trivia about that, yep. Josh. Double fake out. Remind, remind, remind me to bring it up. Which one? No, the the Robert England paid less. They didn't want to pay him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you, Josh, for regaling us with your notes. 
Um, let's, let's kind of jump in here for a moment, just kind of talk about the special effects here. And, and I don't necessarily want to compare it to the first movie too much, even though I said earlier, I feel that the effects work in this is much superior to the first movie. Oh, fuck. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the first movie has its own merits. It, It was kind of like a blind leap of faith that they took making the movie with Wes Craven and everything else. But this movie tries to jump on that and prove that. So yes, Full fucking credit to Kevin Yeager and his team for what they did was um, I'd seen it on the um, uh, Never Sleep Again, the the, the documentary uh, on the Friday third or the uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Where you were thinking uh, never hike alone, weren't you? Yeah, I was never hike alone. <laughs> it almost came as like almost, never sleep alone. Never sleep <laughs> alone. He almost, he almost said it. <laughs> Um, where basically Kevin Yeager admitted that uh, the guy who did all the effects work on the first one never documented and probably took any good high quality pictures of Freddy's makeup and never left any of the molds, none of nothing. It was all fucking gone, destroyed, missing. So he took as many of the photos as he possibly could and basically conceptualized it and recreated it. it and made sure that there were proper fucking molds and and just you know so that they could just keep moving if they wanted to and his yeah, makeup continuity be- with a sequel exactly and his makeup became the absolute perfect the 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 version of freddy that we know and love freddy. you know it, it became the freddy and it's clean because the makeup is so fucking well done in my opinion that you could literally have it busting with blood or just dried looking burn victim mm-hmm. like he looks because in the first one, he looks gooey. Yeah, very. Very much so, right? Like, he's he's still kind of, like, fresh. You know what I mean? Whereas in yeah, this one, he's like got a, more of the dry it. look with, like, a little bit of sweat to him. You know right. what I mean? And then moving it's, forward, he just looks like a fucking dry... Go forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just looks like they didn't make him as wet and gooey looking and moving forward with every sequel. Um... This movie starts to actually represent a lot of the gags further, too. Like, in the first one, he cuts himself, and you see, like, the green and the fucking worms and shit like this. In this one, he does the fucking infamous pulling of his scalp, which is fucking... You got the body, I got the brain. Yeah. Pulsating brain. Pulsating brain. Dope as shit. Because you get a good look at it, too, right? Which is just great when he just kind of bends down and pulls it, and it's it's fucking dope. It's one of my favorite effects in this movie, actually. Uh, because it, it it looks like it would be fairly difficult to pull off, but in fact, it's just another level of prosthesis. So he would have had the normal prosthetics, but then for this scene, it would have been probably a, a secondary layer of prosthetics and the pulsating brain would have been just a bladder effect. So there would have been yeah. like a, uh, like a latex uh, bladder system with a hose into it. And somebody behind the scenes just kind of pumping a little, uh, like a, a little pump. And it just would have been, you know, expanding and, and contracting. Um, little things like the Freddy bite that turns into... You say that it looked like it was spiders, but in the version that I saw, just the, the, like the bad view that I had of it, it looked almost like like just ants. I couldn't tell. Oh, I thought it was spiders. But bugs, yeah, regardless, bugs. Bugs, yeah. You know, it, it, it was, it was kind of cool because, I, you know, it, it just looks like they literally had some sort of an insect handler on on camera and they just kind of dumped the fucking animal and you know, they went for it, you know, probably the, yeah. uh, the corn syrup blood, you know what I mean? So it would have got them right to the wounds and shit. Right. Uh, the problem that I have with the effects in this movie, the biggest problem they took away for the vast majority of the film, Freddie's iconic glove. 
What did they give him? They gave him just the fucking razor fingers. Skinny, skinny little knives out of his fingers. They're smaller, less. Yeah, and and play knives. They, they just kind of like wiggle and wobble. See, and I feel like that's uh um, like that's almost like they they did it because he he's he took over someone, right? So it's like he doesn't have the glove, but then why has he got the fucking hat? And then later on, you know why I mean? is it when his and friend dies and he looks down too. and he's got the glove on? Yeah. It was all Make a dream. Up. Yeah. But I will say... Word Up magazine. <laughs> it gives me the EBGs imagining uh, a blade coming out and, like, through your nail. Oh, yeah. and Gross. So maybe that's the effect they're going for. Like and, the I slow, mean, essentially, like that, that, fingernail and... that effect came back in New <clears throat> Nightmare, too, right? Yeah. Like, And it's funny because... Like Adam's saying, like it's not my favorite look in this one. I prefer the glove. But a new nightmare, I thought that was dope. Because it, it was new makeup. It was all completely new yeah. looking Freddy, right? So for him to have it, but I, I definitely ahead. prefer the glove itself, but the the actual scene where it's going through the metamorphosis and his skin's just getting all like fucking mm. messed up and stuff like that. I, I really enjoyed that. I totally and did the, too. The chest bursting scene as well. Yep. It's like it's kind of cheesy, but it's cool at the same time. Yeah. 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 I was like, but you you can clearly tell that, you know, it was like an animatronic, like fake person up here at that point. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't uh, Buddy's actual head up there anymore. What I did like about that transformation scene, though, is that it wasn't that it was just Freddy coming out from underneath him. When you start to see his arm slice open, it's Freddy's fucking sweater. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, yeah, it yeah, isn't yeah. just like there's a Pop naked a Freddy that pops out or some shit, you know, like some little cold naked Freddy. No, it's like fully clothed and ready for adventure. <laughs> fucking Freddy just kind of steps out of this Jesse suit. It's you know all full I mean? of woolly sweater. Yeah. Mm. Fucking woolly sweater. And it was, it was funny because that's very common. I see a lot of on the horror boards, uh, a lot of people's favorite Freddy tattoos. It looks like slices on your arm and the wounds have like the Freddy sweater showing Spider through underneath. yeah that's cool. so it's almost like this is kind of like an iconic scenario that they're you know freddy coming out of you right that's so i will say some of the sequences i enjoyed about this movie was in that scene in particular where he where freddy did he ask for your notes did he ask for them yet no not yet then shush. Tim, stop no, being just, a ball I'm buster talking about, talking about special effects just talking about the special effects man wow. freddy comes just, in late just oh. kidding uh, it was one of those <laughs> and I, actually I, I don't think i put this in my notes but it's one of those instances where i was like wondering if uh i, I think the, the guy's name was rod maybe the other guy that he friend anyway yeah yeah we'll just call him friend we'll call him rod anyways uh i was questioning whether rod was seeing all this happen or if he was actually just seeing jesse with the freddy glove on mm. but the audience was seeing... i thought that for the whole movie too like yeah. We're seeing Freddy because that's who we want to see. Right. I much everyone else seeing. Yeah. I was waiting yeah. for that, like, at the end, that reveal, like, okay, during this kill, this is what Buddy saw. Along. Yeah. Mm. You literally so just I did, I did kill him. I did enjoy that. Okay. Well, Brendan. My sanity. Yeah, well, why, don't, why don't you just uh, kind of regale us with your notes now? Okay. So... Uh, unlike you folks, this is my first time watching this movie. So it's a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two: Freddy's Revengeance, 18, 1985. Yep. Freddy's Revengeance, by, directed by Jack Shoulder. 
starring a bunch of people I don't recognize, but they're pretty okay, I'm sure. Uh, I The first thing I noticed was New Line Cinema had a new opening Why? sequence. It was more modernized. And uh, the first thing I noticed was uh, I thought about the simpler times. People were just socializing. There were no phones or technology, you know. And that's when I looked <laughs> the, it up on my phone. The regular kind of bullying, not cyberbullying, which is, you know. The good kind Elm of bullying. Street? Yeah, the good kind of bullying, you know, the in-your-face kind. Where's Elm Street character. supposed to be? Because there's a desert. So is it like California, Nevada? It's supposed to be like Springwood, California. Okay. Yeah, I don't know enough about California. I was like, well, there's a desert. So does that mean they're actually somewhere else? Or they just film it somewhere else? Anyways, uh, I thought the Fu Manchu's was hilarious. I shouldn't have found it hilarious, but I did. <laughs> and the fact that there was archery at the school was pretty awesome, but that shouldn't be allowed nowadays. Oh, it totally is. Uh, my yeah, is the high, my, my kid's high school does uh, does archery here. Damn. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's a rural thing. Just, yeah, Sackville doesn't get that shit, I guess. They I don't, don't want to give weapons to people. Sackville. No, no, we, we got enough projectiles. Um, so he's living in the same house as Nancy, bars and all. That would be one of the first things if I was a homeowner that I'd take that shit down. <laughs> the only house in the neighborhood that has bars in it. Uh, seeing those bars, I would probably also question the history of the house a little bit, look into it. Uh, it, it turns out later the father did know and or know a little bit about That's deal. why we got such a smoking deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a moment where Jesse was wearing hospital scrubs, I believe, as a shirt. And I didn't know if it, he was that just like a style. I don't know. But he was wearing like a nurse's with the pocket. Anyways, 80s, man. 80s. Um, I don't think he should have gotten in trouble by the teacher when he got choked by a snake because clearly it wasn't correctly uh, locked up in its in its terrarium. Uh, so that wasn't fair. That teacher just wanted to embarrass him. Yeah. Um, always getting shit for not uh, unpacking his room. He should just like quickly, messily did it and then secretly organized it later or whatever. Um, and then they let the murder weapon behind the yeah, other weird. family, which which blows my mind because that would be the one thing that you would maybe they just finally went part ways with it. I don't know. But I guess when you think about it, the mother is the only one that knew it was there. The mother and Nancy. Nancy ends up in a mental institution, and the mother killed herself. Yeah. So no one knew it was in there, I guess. Yeah. And we'll, then we'll, we'll, accept, we'll accept your your notes on that, Josh. I, I wrote Firebird. Obviously, it was pretty awesome. Although, I will say, that dad was... He acted like a bitch. Like, three days later, <laughs> he, he was still wearing a band-aid yeah. on his face. Like, he, like, three days later, still a band-aid on his face cover this little bird scratch it wasn't a big it wasn't a falcon <laughs> like, it, was a, it was a parakeet uh as far as special effects go there was a lot of terrible uses in my opinion of lightning <laughs> especially when like lightning came through the window and struck the dishes that would wake up the entire neighborhood <laughs> like that would be loud as hell uh, and the kid was just like oh lightning okay well well, that's, that's peculiar. <laughs> that's peculiar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not right. Uh, Don's place looked like one of the seediest shitholes I've ever seen in my life. And everyone there looked like an old prostitute. <laughs> I don't know if it was just the makeup at the time, but that. Uh... And then, of joint. course, I, I wrote, uh, oh, the shower scene. Mm. <laughs> 
It only gets what? so hard. <laughs> so, As Brendan so lovely put it earlier. I can only get so hard. So I was starting to realize <laughs> that rooms with red light are clearly influenced by Freddy. So if there's a room that's glowing red at any point, like some of these rooms right now, definitely Freddy involved. Uh, it was strange. Yeah, yeah. So skipping past the shower scene, because we all know what happened, you know, really painful ass whipping. The the toaster fire triggered me a little bit until I saw it wasn't plugged in. Just like my profession, I was just like, why is that toaster plugged in <laughs> kind of thing? And it wasn't plugged in. You're right. That should be a, we should probably get out of here or like have the church come in and throw some holy water around or something. Exercise the demon. That was a red flag. Uh, I have to mention the special effects on the fake tongue. <laughs> was it was bad? <laughs> like it didn't. Like it clearly looked like a fake tongue. Like it wasn't moving. Like it didn't even look like silicone or gelatin. It no, like it's like he was tongue. holding his mouth and he was just like, yeah, wiggling it around. Uh, <laughs> they repeated. The, the trope from the last, I'm going to sleep, wake me up uh, when I start having a nightmare, don't fall asleep. And the first thing he does, he's like, well, night buddy, like clearly shirt off, he's in his bed, he's ready to go to sleep, turns off the light. What do you think is going to happen? Um, the thing that got me the most was Freddy wasn't killing in his sleep anymore. He was killing through someone else via possession of some sort. Which, to me, in my mind, Freddy was always the dream killer. Mm-hmm. And he killed people via nightmares. That was just what I always uh, pictured. Um, yeah. Then, as I mentioned before, did Ron see Freddy or just Jesse with the glove? Oh, by the way. Don't hurt because yourself, we got please. more budget. Yeah, I forgot. I have a glove. <laughs> Since we got a higher budget now. All knives. Nice. There's no spoons involved this time, baby. Thank you, Patreon. We have a higher budget. Yeah. Those are knives. Stop that. <laughs> it's okay. He's trained for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Parents, call the police. I made sure to write that in all caps. I felt that was important. When people started, when shit was going down, the why wasn't anybody called? the 80s i guess no 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 and, it's no need to disturb the police we can handle this yeah. this is fine and, and i forget figured he was all hopped up on smack walking around naked i forget who said this i feel like it was freddie but i put in all caps and in quotations help yourself fucker <laughs> is that freddie help yourself, help yourself fucker. <laughs> yeah i think so uh a lot of kids are gonna need a lot of therapy after this a lot of therapy <laughs> uh it was definitely, I don't know, the, the, the fact with Freddie being out in the open a little bit more, kind of, I always, again, imagine himself, he kills people via nightmares and things like that, that he kills from the shadow, not in front of a group of... Yeah, kind of. this film kind of changes him from a psychological killer to a slasher. Yeah, it, it took that interesting, that, that it factor away for me. The... The final sequence uh, was very weird to me. You know, clearly, the power of love saves all. It's the power of love. But 
even if you love Jesse, there's no redeemable relationship there whatsoever. He is not going to be okay ever again. I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse's not all right at all. She's going to have a really awkward moment when he comes out to her. Yeah. Because he holy, is yeah. definitely gay. Because that shower scene was all, it was all a dream. It, the whole film was a dream. It was a wet a dream. dream. It was a wet dream. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. the dream. He was in the shower. It was a nightmare. Um, and then I just cut my notes off after that because honestly, I didn't really retain the rest of the movie after that point. Uh, love saved the day as usual love saved the day yeah you're you're right though there's there did the care bear stare and then fine everyone's good <laughs> care bear stare i mean no that's in one of the sequels you'll see that eventually oh too. god that's there's a sequel how they to the sequel ready every time they just take away his the power care by not being bear afraid of stare they just do a little better each time that's all it is yeah. josh there's there's no winning you just do a little better no. each time i will say i feel my glove is better than the glove that they used the claws that they used <laughs> These are actually thicker blades. All of a sudden, one flies off. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, I'm, I'm just waiting to be like, medic. <laughs> yeah, but I have to call 911 in the middle of this. All right. Keep streaming, bitches. Embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got time to bleed. We got views. <laughs> all, right. all right. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Well, oh, boys, I know what time it is. Do you? It is in fact. Trivian time with So, because Josh keeps bringing this up, what? This will be the first piece of trivia for Trivia Time with Tim. Fake! Sure. <clears throat> New Line Cinema originally refused to give Robert England a pay raise. And an extra was cast as Freddy at the start of production. After two weeks of filming, Robert Shea realized this was a terrible lapse in judgment and met all of Robert England's demands. What kind of demands do you think he had? Like, really More, crazy. He wanted fucking green and red M&Ms. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's like, like the notorious one. Who was on it that, that night? Who was it that wanted that? Just Ozzy Osbourne, the brown M&Ms. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like a notorious, like an urban legend. Ozzy Osbourne wouldn't go on stage unless he had a ball of just brown M and M's. Had to kill the shop owner and his son <laughs> with their own shoes. <laughs> Anyways, yes. In the opening sequence, the bus driver is Robert England without any heavy Freddy Krueger makeup. I wonder that. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the only nightmare film in which the lead character is a male. True. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kim yeah, Myers. True. Kim Myers was allegedly cast in the film due to her re resemblance of Meryl Streep. Plausible. She yeah, that's plaus that, that is plausible. She did have uh, a decent mm. resemblance to her. Yeah. Makeup effects artist Kevin Yeager replaced David B. Miller, who designed the Freddy makeup for the original. Jaeger only had a few pictures and the original film as reference, so he redesigned Freddy's look. Studying pictures of burn victims, he made changes to Freddy's look, namely bringing out his facial bones. True. Mm -hmm. Josh Michael is not in 
Michael J. Fox was originally considered for the role of Jesse Walsh, but was unable to due to his commitments to Back to the Future and Teen Wolf. Robert England has stated awesome. that Freddy's Revenge. I don't need your fucking commentary. You fucking please. keep going. <laughs> this is, this is it, my fucking my time. My time here. Tribute time with Tim. Robert England has stated that Freddy's Revenge is his least favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. That's very possible. That's very possible. Very possible. Uh, the movie's famous for having undertones and themes that are ro- widely perceived as homoerotic. The events of the picture are seen by many as an allegory for Jesse's closeted homosexuality. While the filmmakers initially denied such a thing was planned, screenwriter David uh, Chaskin uh, ultimately admitted that the subtext was deliberately scripted in order to give the character more depth. Neither star Mark Patton, who is gay in real life, nor director Jack Shoulder were aware of this during filming. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> Show us more ass. <laughs> Wet dreams. Uh, Heather Landenkamp was asked to come back. The producers thought of adding her uh, to the already established story of part two. She, at the time, was busy with a TV movie called Suburban Beat, but ended up in a Nightmare on Elm Street part three, Dream Warriors, in 1987. It's plausible. Well, it is plausible. It fucking happened. She was in part three. No, I, I mean the fact that she was offered to come back. Uh, Mark Patton, an openly gay actor, has amusingly stated that he sees himself as the first male scream queen due to the combination of factors, including the film's homoerotic subtext, the fact that he was often depicted on screen screaming like a girl, and because he viewed the character as a closeted gay man. Interesting. The line, you got the body, I've got the brains, was Robert Shea's idea. <laughs> this is the only film in the series not to use Charles Bernstein's original theme, nor a variation of it. The film was extremely well-received in Europe, as residents whose countries caught and loved the sexual overtones. This overseas popularity is what convinced, producer, convinced producers that they had a profitable franchise on their hands. They're just smarter over there. Uh, this is the last film in the original Nightmare on Elm Street franchise in which Nancy's house is the focal point of Freddy's terror. The rest of the franchise focuses more on the town of Springfield, with the house making an occasional appearance. Uh, in the hybrid film, Freddy vs. Jason, it's referenced that Lori lived there in Freddy's house, but the scene was cut from the theatrical re- release. However, it does appear in deleted scenes. Brad Pitt, John Stamos, and Christian Slater all auditioned for the role of Jesse. John Stamos ended up playing a character named Jesse in the TV show Full House. And now, (laughs) Uncle Jesse. One of the inspirations of Freddy's look in this film was the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. In Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Freddy actually appears. uh, that's, That's a spoiler for Brendan's. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't use that. The school used in the Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two is also the same school used in the Karate Kid. Really? 
That's what it says. Or it's bullshit, Josh. You tell me. <laughs> really? I don't know. I don't know, but that's neat. Uh, the breakfast cereal near the beginning of the fan. The, be- the breakfast scene near the beginning. The family is eating a box of Fu Man Chews cereal. Brilliant. <laughs> Accurate, yes. Jesse's car is a 1966 Dodge Dart GT convertible. Dope. Uh, uh, this is the only film in the main series, excluding the remake, Freddy's Dead and Freddy vs. Jason, in which Freddy, Robert England, and no one else in this film appears. That doesn't make the only film in the main series, excluding the remake, mm-hmm. Freddy's Dead and Freddy vs. Jason, in which, aside from Freddy, no one else in the film reappears in another entry in the franchise. No, no nor to feature anyone from I don't understand. So otherwise. so this is the only There's nobody from part 1 in this. And nobody film. in this Every one except for sequel. Freddy appears in any of the sequels. Right. Every it's other getting, sequel has at least one person come from one wrote of the that shit. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot. So take uh, my clothes. It's getting hot. Uh Robert Russler and Lyman Ward who played the father and son have been in John Mew, John Hughes movies as the former in Weird Science, and then the later, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Interesting. What can I? What can I? What can I fucking end it with? Freddy's only on screen for thirteen minutes in the film's eighty-seven minute runtime. That's like six one? minutes longer than the last movie, wasn't it? So no. the first one was only like eleven minutes, wasn't it? Eleven. Yeah. So, uh, and the body count for this movie was ten. Okay, Brendan. Yeah. Think about that. What do you think might be false? Oh God, I don't believe that it was ten people killed. I think some were probably <laughs> maimed, some were badly burned. Uh, do you count the bird as someone killed? Yep. Birds are people too. Birds are people too. Come on, Brendan. Ass killed. Okay, I think the the sweater was actually. <laughs> Orange and yellow. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I forget half of them already, but I do like uh, Stamos as Uncle Jesse. All right. So, th- so okay. It's not a matter of what one you like. It's, yeah. it's, it's what one I like. What's false? Which one's fake? I, Brandon, a little tip. I usually take notes of one I find suspicious, and then at the end when he asks, I got a couple written down, and I use those. I was just staring into his blue eyes. And I then for a little too. bit, I had, to, I had to take my headphones off. So for all I know, it was the one I took my headphones off for. He stole your soul. Mm. Okay. Well, let's see what Josh has to say then. <laughs> We're going to come I'd back to Josh's Brandon. answer. I, I got two that are kind of sus. I think Heather wasn't offered to come back. Mm-hmm. And I think that Robert England might not have said he doesn't like this one. Even though he probably doesn't. I don't know if he would go on the record as saying that. Okay. Well, you can't you can't pick two. You got to pick one. Uh, I, I'm just I'm just saying those are the ones I find sus. Right. Well, which, before which one jumps out at you more. What does Adam think? I don't think that Heather Langenkamp was offered to come back to this movie. I think that they had purposely gone into a different direction. I think that's all bullshit. That's what I think as well. That is my Shut final up. answer. Shut up. Right. Put it in. Let's, let's let's hedge your bets and do that one. All right, all Tim. We're all in. Are fucking wrong. What? 
<laughs> you guys are right. Sweater. Hey! Yeah, you guys are right. The sweater was um, yellow and black. What really makes me mad is that, like, it, it, there, 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 there was. So, um, I'm not going to use IMDb anymore for trivia because I feel like you guys could be fucking cheating. No. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't do I, that. I, 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 I feel I feel like you guys could be cheating. So there's um, no fun in that. I don't know. So I just I just feel like dude, you know, I get like really... every single fucking one of them wrong, and it I'm cheating all of a sudden. I like I even went as far as like if you look on her IMDB, she was busy making fucking suburban beat in nineteen eighty five. Because I, I look heard of suburban beat. I know, neither did I. But in case you guys were fucking cheating and you wanted to look up what she was doing in 1985, that's what she was doing. Um, I just want to say for the record that I don't have any glasses on, so you can look at the reflection of their glasses and see what they're looking at on their screens. Easy. I wouldn't do that. That's true. But anyways, yeah, you guys were right. Yay! Yeah, yay, yay. Yay. I'll take that victory. Tim fails. Yay. That's a W for me. <laughs> All right. With that, gentlemen, it is time for us oh, to provide our final thoughts on this movie. So tonight, Josh. Hoshua. Hoshua. Um, honestly, like when I see a bad sequel, it usually makes me mad. And this one doesn't make me mad. It just makes me disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It just arguably it's worse. such a letdown. Like there's such minimal amount of Robert England and no memorable kills in this film. Oh, that's exactly what I felt like in the first one. Mm. That you yeah, but at least at least the first one is the first one. That that gets like it's a pass. Because you invented Freddy and he got to become this legacy. This is just his bad sequel that doesn't make sense. Um, not, I'm not a huge fan of this film. Uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it? <laughs> Thank you. I'll allow its existence, but I'm not a fan. Uh, I, I think I'll have to rate this one to AG. Oh. That's going pretty, low. You go pretty low on the fucking scale compared to last week. Okay. Well, the, the original is... It's iconic. Is it's, it though? It the have passes on the stupid Is it though? How can you sit here one. and tell me it's not iconic? It's so, the first one. So, okay. All right. Without it, you wouldn't have any of the other ones. Okay. But Good you argument. also have to hold against it. Without it, you wouldn't have this one. But, I mean, that's kind of the negative against it. But. <laughs> also, yes. Yeah, G. G. G is my rating. G, G, G. All right. G. Tim. Um, this is nowhere as good as the original, but like I said earlier, I still felt like it was, um, you know, an effective sequel. Um, I do, I do applaud them for trying to do something different. Um, because especially at that time, movies didn't do that. You made money off the first one. They fucking copied and pasted, made a sequel. Um, and this one, they 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 had enough elements of the original, even right down to the same sets, um, but they wanted to come up with kind of a different story and a different reason why Freddie, you know, was doing what he was doing. Um, 
did they succeed? Uh, kind of, not really. Um, I was bored in this one. Um, like Josh said, um, I was, I, I watch a Freddy Krueger movie to see Freddy Krueger. Like, I, I get, I get what they were trying to do. I just didn't like it. <laughs> like, I understand it. I just didn't like it. You gave it the um, old college try. I did. And, um, you know, um, I felt like, you know, a large part of the movie um, was kind of wasted. Um, that that fake piece of trivia I made, I, I, I really feel like that would have made the sequel better, having Nancy back in some way, shape, or form. You know what Even I mean? Even if you went to, like, see her in the, the mental hospital or something like that. Something. Anything. Something. Even right? just, like, a dream, like a flashback, anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, just some more tangible tie to the first one would have been better i mean again like i said i really liked that the house was there um freddie's makeup was so much better um i'm still on the fence with the knife hand um i do i do prefer the the glove but i mean it worked freddie still killed people the same way um his one-liners are getting better even though i did feel that that pool that whole pool scene as iconic as it is and how yes. everybody loved it, it's stupid. Like Help yourself, when, fucker. when the barbecue goes, goes to the top <laughs> and it's like this fucking shooting yeah. flame that looks flame. like it's from like a foundry where they like, you know, smelt copper and shit like this fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the pipe constant, like they're propane bill, man, they're propane. Anyways. Um, uh, it's one of those movies where I, I I don't hate it, but it's I don't really like it. Like I'm just kind of going through the motions because, you know, I, I feel that the best is still yet to come. Um, I like the first one better than this, but I'm gonna give this one, considering all its faults, um, it still has some pretty fucking kick-ass shit in it. Like the special effects were dope. Freddy looked dope. That that right there, and Freddy acted more like Freddy. I'm going to give it a PG. Nicely said. I'm going to give it a PG. Excellent. Brendan. Well, yeah. I definitely thought the second movie in the series was supposed to be the best of said series. And uh, I struggled to enjoy this one. Whereas when I was watching the first one, I was... I was zoned in watching it, but that's when I found myself kind of like wandering a little bit. Like I pick up my phone every now and then. Okay. Yeah. No notifications because I'm a loser. Okay. Let's see what's going on with the movie again. And yeah, it, it didn't hold my attention. Like, like Tim said, it, it was boring. Uh, I don't recall of any of Freddie's killings or was actually in the dream world. I don't think they were, they were all kind of real world. This is, you know, anyways, having blades kind of come out of the fingers was creepy and the moment it happened it was kind of cool but then i was kind of hoping it would have transitioned back to the glove mm. later on instead of having this you know this burned whatever with these skinny little stiletto knives coming out uh just does wasn't nearly as menacing as well the the blades weren't as big they it just wasn't as menacing as the og claw hand the fact that he was out in the open instead of killing in the shadows through freaky and nightmarish means made the whole movie kind of like a step back for me from the original. Again, I haven't seen any of the other ones. I've only seen these two. Yeah, like the special effects were cool at times. They really were. But they felt 
you know, too far between, uh, few and far between. And then the fact that he was killed by the power of love at the end, as opposed to the power of, I'm not afraid of you. You don't, you know, I was, part of me was kind of hoping that he was faking it, that the power of love was working. And then he was going to, you know, fake being weak. Like, Surprise, bitch. Fain that shit. And then she gets close and then, Surprise, bitch. You know, like whatever. That'd be good. Uh, I was kind of hoping for that sneaky kill at the end or, or something to that effect. Yeah, like I said, it was just didn't really capture me like the first one did. And I was a little let down. I said, overall, the movie was okay. Um, it's less than a good rating to me. I heard. It, it's one of those things where I wrestle with if I should recommend somebody watch it or not, or just say skip it unless you're kind of into the Freddy mythos and want to get the full effect. But I feel like it's one of those movies that, again, I haven't seen the third one, so I don't know if they all connect or not. But it's kind of, to me, it's one of those ones you can kind of skip. So it's kind of between an S and a G for me. Oh, well, so you, it's not a you good, got you got to lean one shit. way or the other. What is it? That's a big it, decision. It's a shit good. It's it's <laughs> I will good say shit. It's good shit. <laughs> it's good shit. I will say for the time and the mm. effects and the atmosphere, I, I will give it a good. Ooh. It's it's not an unredeemable movie because like you guys said Freddie looked great in this. The effects were really cool. The means to which he killed sucked, in my opinion. There weren't any memorable kills. Uh, the big pool scene, although it was one of the, the better scenes, sadly. Uh, it was a little redeeming, but just the fact that it wasn't technically Freddy doing these things, but it was Freddy doing these things, and it wasn't really explained. But I was really hoping for that M. Night Shyamalan Twist. bit at the end where they're like, Hey, oh, it was actually story. just him with the claw the whole time. Like Freddie wasn't even involved whatsoever. It was just oh some my like. God. How dope would that have been if like if that was the twist and it was him and he was wearing the glove that he found down in the basement? Yeah, that's and, that's kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah, no, that would have been. End. I would have. Yeah, that would have been great. Then so you, maybe that's have... what set it down for me was that I was expecting that and it didn't happen. I was like, oh, that would have been such a better way for that to happen. But it here didn't. we are. So I will give it a reluctant good. So if you were to, I guess I can't really ask as you've only seen the first two. I was going to ask if you were to sit down and rewatch the entire series, would you skip part two? Because that to me is how you determine if it's a shit movie or. Yeah, right now, I, like I said, unless you really want to get into all Freddy and fully absorb everything that is the Freddy series, I would say skip it. Like. I'm not going to say I regret watching it, but I feel like that was an hour and 20 minutes. I'm not getting back. I'm not going to say it's like uh, The Last Jedi or anything like that. <laughs> but it's, it's not pulling punches it's, uh, tonight. <laughs> I'm just joking. I actually like those uh, those sequel movies, Tim. Yeah. Fuck so. you. Same, same here. Don't <laughs> worry. Fuck you. We're outsiders I, to I, Tim. I, he doesn't fuck, love us. Fuck you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, good. Reluctant good. I All think right. next time Adam's going fucking first. 
I'm tired of these episodes where Adam goes last and he's, I am too. Minutes. But every time I try to put myself first, Tim goes, Oh, he's fucking put himself <laughs> first. There's no pleasing Tim. There's no pleasing Tim. So fuck you, Tim. Wow. I'm going first next time. All right. Okay, you can't win. This movie, I don't feel, deserves all the hate that it gets by any means. Is it a perfect sequel? Fuck no, it's not a perfect sequel. It improves on a lot, but it falls and faults on a lot. It just, it didn't find that perfect equilibrium of keeping a, a great, you know, uh, right and storyline and, 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 and atmosphere and then improving on the Freddy character. Like, it just didn't elevate certain things together. And that was its biggest downfall. Um, the movie caught a lot of hate because of the homoerotic and homosexual, you know, undertones from from the movie from the eighties and the nineties, and and that's just it. That, that's bullshit. Because as as a horror fan, you know, you I looked at it. You, you're just watching a fucking movie. Like, come off of it. Like, if that's literally how you look at this movie and go, there's something wrong with you, in my opinion. Like, it's whatever. This movie. The characters were, were, were somewhat believable in certain ways. They were just fucking dopey teenagers. There was some weird shit that was going on. Was I as attached to these characters? No. No, no. But I, I felt for Jesse in a lot of way. I always did think in the back of my head, I agree. What if the twist was really that it was just Jesse? Freddie was pulling the strings, but ultimately it was Jesse with the fucking glove. And that would have been fucking dope. I That's think that that would have been. been perfect in my opinion, too. You know, in the end, we, we got Freddy breaking his own rules in the movie and kind of jumping into the real life world and, and just killing people. It it worked up some good scenes. There's some there's some iconic scene uh, scenes and imagery in this movie. Like I said, it, it, it improves on certain things and it falls back on other things. You got to take the good with the bad. The one thing that always excited me about this movie, I come from the eighties, the, the whole VHS cover art scenario, the fucking cover art for this. And we got it in our poster was always dope. Oh, There's man. one thing that's like, yeah, yeah. That's why I picked these instead of screen grabs for the thumbnails. Cause yes. those posters are like, they're beautiful they're art, pure fucking yeah. art. And the best yeah. thing that I, I always loved the glove on yeah. this poster and yeah. I was stupid excited yeah. later on in the series. And Tim, you know exactly what I'm going to say, because the glove basically fucking appears later on in the series. And it fucking excited me when it did. Uh, because this was, like I said, this was always one of my favorite posters for this, because it really kind of showed that side of it. Um, all in all, I don't, I personally don't think that this is one of those movies that you, that you should truly skip if you're watching through the Nightmare on Elm Streets, because and we'll get to my opinion when those movies come up. This is not the worst of the series. This is not the worst of the fucking series, ladies and gentlemen. This movie tried, and it had heart to it, in my opinion. They really did try to make a decent movie with this. They 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 tried to, to cash in on certain things, but, like, I can see the effort behind things, like Kevin Yeager and his team doing this, and young teenage actors trying to get their start in Hollywood. Like, this was good effort in a lot of ways. So with that, I'm going to give this a PG. Pretty good. You know, I, would I watch this again anytime soon? Well, I'm probably not going to binge the Nightmare on Elm Street movies anytime soon, but the next time I decide to, I'm going to watch through them, just like I watch all the Friday 13th when I binge those. That's you know, true. You know, I'm just, I'm going to watch them all. 
There's no doubt about it. Cause I'm, I'm going to show, you know, some respect and some love for the entirety of the series. Good night of discussion and, uh, you know, two PGs and two G's. We got kind of a real good split down the middle here of, of how we feel, but, uh, ultimately not a great average, not a great average, but next week is where we're going to see some pickup, I think, because Brendan, I can't wait to see what you think about part three and part three is dope. Part three is fucking dope. I remember part three being the one I liked the least as a kid. What? I'm excited. I'm excited. You didn't get it. it. Oh, I was yeah, you didn't understand it on his. You didn't level get it. <laughs> it's cerebral. You don't get it, man. You don't get it's it. Hard. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on this live Twitch episode. And once again, this episode will be available on youtube with the misunderstood our company we're also producing audio only copies of this on all the major podcasting platforms including but not limited to spotify itunes google play amazon music etc 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 we're also on patreon open up your hearts and your wallets tim needs that caffeine fix wink tim needs tim tim needs tims and until next time josh i just wanted to know if you guys remember your dreams or not barely yes like try not to. once a week i might remember something that i dream i remember i remember when i have an app if i'm like going to bed for the night it's all miss the opportunity to say only the wet ones setup was? you can only get so hard josh <laughs> i already forget that part for the movie so all right brendan I still don't really know what I'm doing here, to be completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> Just say goodbye. Okay, bye. All right. That's good enough. Tim. Stay safe and stay spooky. And until next time, keep it creepy, folks. Good night. <laughs>